You're listening to the Evening Roundup Show here on Connect FM 91.5. This is Marup Kaur, the producer of the show. We have Anita Huberman on the line with us right now to discuss this topic of women empowerment. So Anita Huberman has been the CEO of the Surrey Board of Trade for 15 years for one of the top 10 Board of Trades in Canada and for one of the largest cities in Canada as well. Anita and her team serve more than 6,000 member contacts. She is an honorary captain of the Royal Canadian Navy, holds the Queen's Diamond Jubilee Medal, was a business in Vancouver Top 40 Under 40 award winner, awarded the 2019 Surrey Community Builder of the Year and received a Canadian 150 Community Medal. Anita is a highly visible advocate for Surrey businesses at all level of government with a demonstrated history of evolving, reinvigorating and transforming civic, business and social organization industries. Hi Anita. Hello, Anita speaking. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you're doing well. Yes, I am. Great. So throughout this entire week, we've been having conversation with women in different roles, women in business, women in science, women in politics. And today I was hoping that we could bring that theme of that conversation to this interview today. So I know that you're a really strong figure in our community and you've done so much and you have honestly been like an inspiration for women seeing you in this position it's inspiring for other women and younger girls that you know what we can get to that level and I wanted to ask what kind of made you get into this field that you are in right now well I actually have been with the Surrey Board of Trade since I was 19 years old Mm -hmm. Uh, that's how I paid for my tuition at Simon Fraser University I worked during the summer and one day a week but I applied for the top job Uh, I worked my way up, uh, you know, up the ladder, and um, I applied when I was 32, very young, Mm -hmm. first South Asian woman uh, to lead a Board of Trade Chamber of Commerce in Canada, Mm -hmm. and there was 450 of us, and um, I really enjoy being part of Surrey's business community, being entrepreneurial, and um, and ensuring that we're building the profile of our city, of our organization, of our businesses, and the ability to instigate change at the different levels of government is just very rewarding. Yeah, absolutely. I can imagine. And it is really rewarding for us citizens. And I know that you said that you started at a really young age and kind of going up that ladder, it must have been really empowering, but there must have been some sort of difficulties you might have faced. Have you ever felt that people perceive you differently because of your gender? And do you think mainly that experience was positive or negative? Well, when I first started, I was typically the only woman around a meeting (laughs) table or a boardroom table. Mm -hmm. Uh, Certainly things have evolved a little bit. Uh, 15 years later, it's my 15th year as CEO. Uh, but, uh, you know, being of South Asian origin, being the only woman, being very young, um, you know, having no specific profile. Really, when I started uh, as CEO of the Board of Trade, I had no political or family ties in the city. I really had to prove myself. Mm-hmm. And that was the number one challenge that I faced. I, I worked 12, 14-hour days in order to prove to my board of directors, to prove to uh, political stakeholders, other stakeholders, that we mattered uh, mm-hmm. to the economy and that we're doing 
um, we were implementing, we needed to implement uh, different programs and services in order to support our economy, support our business community. Mm-hmm. And in 15 years, we've come a long way, baby, as they say. Yeah. And um, and there's so much to be proud of and yet so much to do. Mm-hmm. And as you just mentioned that when you were in these meetings and in these rooms, sometimes you were the only female and sometimes perhaps the only person of color. And I wanted to ask, how have you made your presence noticeable? Because I know as women, we experience this kind of negative attitude towards when we step into that assertiveness and we're kind of deemed as bossy or too opinionated. And I feel like that's something we still need to work on. And I wanted to ask, how did you make your presence noticeable without drawing that negative energy? Well, it was challenging because of that perception mm-hmm. that some have. But, you know, you just need to, and it's difficult, I know, um, not to, you know, let every single person's uh, opinion bother you. And, and that certainly was a challenge in the beginning for me. But, you know, my purpose was to stay professional, to mm-hmm. say the facts, uh, to try to remove emotion out of the deliberation or out of the conversation uh, to really ensure that we were connecting the points, coming to an action, and uh, delivering on that action. And that's what we're well known for. Mm-hmm. And so I stuck to that process and, and that kind of line of thinking and uh, tried to remove emotion out of it. Emotion is important, certainly, the gut feeling to make a decision. But uh, we, um, when you're a woman mm-hmm. and you're at that table with a whole bunch of men, uh, you need to be very professional. You need to know the facts. You need to be leadership-oriented, and, um, and you need to be articulate. Mm-hmm. In those moments or even other situations, how did you make yourself feel empowered? Everyone sometimes feels a little low, and I know that pushing yourself and making sure that, no, like, I have to prove myself to other people is difficult. And I wanted to ask, how did you stay empowered throughout that? Well, I wouldn't say I stayed empowered fully Mm -hmm. during the whole process of being CEO so far Mm -hmm. for 15 years because there are many Uh, that try to bring you down and um, somehow you have to get past that by having a good support system of people that you can really, really trust, uh, that you can express your emotions to and get advice from. And it's not easy. Absolutely not. We're all humans. Mm -hmm. Uh, Whether you're a man or a woman, you know, we have our lows and we have, you know, those times where we are doing well. And um, I wouldn't say I was... Uh, empowered the full time. Mm-hmm. I, I try to be, or at least I give that perception that I am. Mm-hmm. Um, but certainly, um, you have to surround yourself with people that you trust. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. And I know that, like, obviously, we can't stay empowered constantly. And as as you've mentioned, but I feel like this starts from when you're younger, like it should be taught as children. And I wanted to ask, what can we do to better educate our boys and girls about women empowerment? Well, absolutely. It starts in school. I mean, when you're in elementary school and especially in high school, you're facing so many life-changing decisions, life-changing events that happen to you and uh, relationships with siblings and parents and all of that. And so it takes a really good 
support system between parents, teachers that, you know, can inspire you, extracurricular activities, volunteer activities, Mm -hmm. um, all of those pieces are very important. Not all kids have access to that. And uh, circumstances change in your family that, uh, you know, may bring you down and you have to be able to have, you know, a friend or or someone that you can talk to Mm -hmm. uh, that you can trust. And in the end, it's all about relationships of trust Mm -hmm. that will elevate and empower you no matter what you're doing. Mm -hmm. No, definitely. When it comes to maintaining your own mental health, and taking care of yourself. I know when you're working, it sometimes overtakes you and it's really hard to maintain that balance of your personal life and your work life. And with 15 years being in the role that you are, how have you done so? And if you're still trying to figure it out, how are you trying to figure out how to maintain that balance? Well, that's an intriguing question because especially during the pandemic, Mm Um, or prior to the pandemic, it was go, 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 go. You know, there yeah. was really no time for yourself. And during the pandemic, yes, it was very stressful, very similar, go, go, go. But you realized what was important. And so, you know, coming home to your husband or to your family, spending time on the weekends um, or those days where you don't work, where you're just, you know, spending time on your own, you know, just relaxing and and sitting and listening to music or going to the beach or going outside. Mm -hmm. You know, those are things that really relax me, you know, and um, there's not, you know, any traveling right now that we can do, Mm -hmm. but at least, you know, going outside and and spending time in the sun and listening to music is, are are things that really relax me outside of the workplace. Mm -hmm. Now, when we bring up the whole idea of empowerment, and women empowerment throughout our conversations we realized that sometimes women supporting one another is lacking in some type of environments how can us as women how can we empower one another if we see another woman being called bossy or too assertive in a meeting how can we lend our support towards them well, I, if we hear that kind of language, we all have to speak up and say, that's not acceptable. Mm-hmm. And uh, those are the words. That's not acceptable. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need to change your tone, need to change your language. And, um, you know, we're all competitive with each other in mm-hmm. terms of role, position, um, you know, industry, doing business, all of those pieces. But no one should have to accept that kind of tone or language Mm -hmm. ever, um, no matter who you are. Why is it so important that women continue playing major roles like yours? We've seen so many significant points in the last year alone with Kamala Harris as the first vice president of the United States. We are progressing forward to this kind of environment where women are getting to those higher roles. But I wanted to ask, why is it so important for us to reach to those roles? Well, number one, women are humans, too. They deserve every single opportunity that's available to them. Mm -hmm. Just like men, women face uh, different challenges than men. They are typically the caregiver. Uh, They're the person that has multiple roles, not only in the workplace, but also in the household. They face different challenges, even from a health perspective. Mm And uh, there's many uh, leadership roles that are not taken by women because of these unique challenges that they face. Mm-hmm. And um, 
and history has shown that women have been let down. Mm -hmm. Uh, They haven't been able to fully participate in the economy for whatever reason, and it still happens all over the world. I mean, certainly in in Canada, the United States, and elsewhere, we progressed um, a little bit. I Mm -hmm. wouldn't say fully, but um, the recognition that your show at Connect FM continually provides and, and other outlets uh, other stakeholders need to continue because we're not there yet. Mm-hmm. And uh, we need full labor participation. The pandemic has shown that. Uh, that have gone and reverted back to their labor force participation back into the 90s because mm-hmm. they just don't have the supports that they need. And and usually they just end up staying home and, and leaving it to their spouse, uh, their husband, for example, mm-hmm. uh, to take care of their family because they have no choice otherwise. Who else is going to take care of the kids? And lastly, what kind of advice would you give to other women who are perhaps starting their own business or going into entrepreneurship or just in general? What kind of advice would you give to women when it comes down to empowerment? Well, I would say always differentiate yourself from your competition. Mm-hmm. And um, though it's very, very hard, make sure that those people that are talking badly about you uh, they don't really know who you are. They don't know what you've accomplished. They don't know where you're going. And uh, just move forward. Don't look back. And surround yourself with people that you trust, that you can talk to. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. And thank you for that. And I just want to ask if there's anything you'd like to say to our listeners today if we haven't touched base in our conversation. Well, just that uh, your listeners are, are very important to understanding how important women are to our economy and continue to be and will continue to be even beyond the pandemic. And we need to continue to support um, women uh, in all aspects. Mm-hmm. So um, thank you so much for listening. Oh, no, thank you so much for joining us. And I really appreciate you taking your time. And I, hopefully we could have a conversation down the line as well. Thank you so much, Anita. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. That was Anita Huberman, the CEO of the Surrey Board of Trade, here with us to discuss this topic of women empowerment. And I think there was a lot to take away from this conversation. 